listeners, and welcome to Ohio Mysteries. This is your 10-minute mystery edition, a little slice of intrigue in the middle of your week. I'm your co-host, Steve Yoder, and with us as always, our storyteller and journalist, Paula Schleiss. Hi, everybody. The murders of sex workers and strippers don't get nearly the coverage of other homicide victims. There are two victims in this episode, and in one case, I couldn't find a single newspaper story about her death. But when you read their obituaries, it's clear these women were someone's daughter, sister, friend, even mother, and very much missed by the loved ones left behind. Andrea Flanori's online eulogy is filled with comments about how she was sweet, always tried to make the best of bad situations, and had a great sense of humor. In Donna Pittinger's obituary, her family talked about her loving and outgoing personality and the way she touched many lives. Tonight, we're going to remember Andrea and Donna. They were both living in Akron in the same neighborhood, both killed in 2005, both callously dumped in bodies of water, and as of right now, both still waiting for justice. We'll begin our story on August the 7th, 2005. It was around 7.30 in the morning, and just like every morning, Roscoe Wicks headed for the Ohio and Erie Canal towpath trail, right off Manchester Road and Carnegie Avenue in Akron's Kenmore neighborhood. He made it a habit of feeding the ducks. He was well into his ritual when a fisherman got his attention the two men looked down into the canal and stared at a hand floating just beneath the cloudy surface. Attached to it was a faint outline of a small body deeper in the shallow water. Maybe it's a mannequin, Wick said, probably somebody playing a joke. Not so sure about that, the fisherman called 911. Police arrived to investigate. It wasn't a mannequin. The Akron Fire Department's dive team was summoned, and they found the body of a young woman submerged in the water. At first, they had trouble bringing her up, then discovered the problem. Her body had been wrapped in chains to weigh her down. Because a handful of spectators gathered on a bridge to watch, the dive team worked below the water, to cover the partially nude body in a white bag. Then they brought her up and to shore. By the afternoon, they knew who she was. Her fingerprints matched someone in their database. Her name was Andrea Marie Flanori, and she was just 21 years old. Andrea was born in Colorado to Robin and Dwayne Flanori, who at some point settled in Lordstown. That's a village in Trumbull County, outside Warren. The Flanoris eventually divorced, and Andrea's mother moved to Akron. Andrea finished her education at Lordstown High School, where she was a cheerleader before graduating in 2002. At five foot three inches, she was the shortest girl on the squad, but she was beautiful, with a captivating smile. Soon after graduation, she moved to Akron. 
She got a job selling tickets at a movie theater, but was caught using a customer's ATM card to steal gift certificates. After that, she found a way to make better money. She began dancing at adult entertainment clubs, including Lisa's Cabaret, Touch of Class, and Rumors. She performed under the name Gemini and had been doing so for the past two and a half years, raking in as much as $700 a night. But according to author James Renner, in a collection of true crime cases called The Serial Killer's Apprentice, Andrea was counting down the days to the end of her stripping career. Andrea's friend said she was getting out of the business because she was pregnant. There was no job for a mother-to-be. She talked about applying for a job at McDonald's. The coroner did an autopsy of Andrea and determined she had been strangled to death before being tossed into the canal along the popular hiking trail. And since she had last been seen at 2.45 a.m. on Arlington Street, she clearly had been killed less than five hours before she was found. He also learned she was six weeks along into her pregnancy. The father of the unborn baby was Andrea's boyfriend, Jason Conrad, who was 10 years older than her and had a petty criminal record. Conrad lived with his mother in the city's Wallhaven neighborhood. Andrea rented a tiny apartment on Excelsior Street, a mile or so east of downtown, near Arlington Street. In January of 2004, the couple had a fight that warranted police intervention. Andrea told police she pulled a knife on Conrad after he had grabbed her around the neck, threw her to the ground, and slammed her head to the floor. Both of them were convicted of disorderly conduct. Andrea paid a fine, and Conrad was given community service. So, not surprisingly, after Andrea's body was discovered, Conrad became suspect number one, and detectives found him easily. He was at Andrea's apartment. They took him into custody, arresting him for an outstanding warrant in a grand theft case from Cuyahoga Falls the previous year. Back at the police station, detectives said Conrad seemed genuinely torn up that he'd lost his girlfriend and unborn child. He said he had last seen Andrea about midnight when she said she was on her way to Lisa's cabaret. He cooperated with police and took a polygraph and a DNA test. He passed the polygraph, and his alibi checked out. Police would need to look elsewhere. There had been an incident the previous year in which Andrea had accepted a ride from a customer at Flashdance Cabaret. And in that incident, when she realized he wasn't taking her home, she tussled with him, honking the horn to alert passersby and ramming the car into a cement wall. She ran to a gas station, and the man was caught and charged with kidnapping. But he wasn't the killer. Police learned he was in jail at the time of Andrea's death. Other dancers said her assailant could have been any number of stalkers. The dancers all had fans, no doubt some of them potentially dangerous. 
Meanwhile, police couldn't help but wonder if they had a serial killer on their hands because Andrea wasn't the first woman from the neighborhood to be pulled from the water that year. Four months earlier, on April the 26th, a kayaker traveling along the Tuscaroras River in Stark County's Lawrence Township found the decomposing remains of a woman. She was 35-year-old Donna K. Pittinger. Donna was one of three girls born to Frank and Jean Lehman in Akron. She was a graduate of Coventry High School. That's in one of Akron's southern suburbs. And at some point, she married and became a mother herself. She had a son and a daughter. But by 2005, Donna was a sex worker with a history of drug addiction. She was known to be active in Akron in the area of Arlington and Johnston Streets. Donna was last seen in her neighborhood on February the 6th and hadn't been seen in almost three months. Here's the thing. Donna lived within a block of Andrea's apartment and danced at some of the same clubs where Andrea worked. But there was literally no coverage of Donna's death that I could find. She's case number 31 on the Ohio Attorney General's webpage of unsolved homicides. There, it's noted that authorities never figured out where she was killed. Knowing the location of that crime scene could be a very important clue in solving her murder and learning whether her death is at all related to that of Andrea's. Now, the investigating agency in the murder of Donna Pittinger is the Lawrence Township Police Department. They can be reached at 330-854-2096. Akron police are the ones in charge of the Andrea Flannori case. And if you have information in that one, you can reach them at 330-375-2552. And that's it for our 10-minute mystery. We'll see you here Sunday for our next regular full-sized Ohio Mystery episode. In the meantime, enjoy the rest of your week. May all of your mysteries have happy endings. Science! 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 Hello, podcast fans. Want to get weird with us? Come check out the Mad Scientist Podcast. We are a weekly show that looks at the history, philosophy, and hard facts behind your biggest paranormal questions. Did the government really pay for a psychic spy program? Yes! Is it true that surgery got its start in grave robbing? Yes! Can a roller coaster really kill you? Legally, we can't say so for sure, but sometimes... Yes! Join myself, Chris Cogswell, and my co-host, Marie Mayhew, as we examine the science, philosophy, and history behind the strange and unusual. All to discover what's possible and plausible versus what's, well, just made up. Check us out wherever you find your favorite podcasts. The Mad Scientist Podcast.